Radioactive is a series of community-engaged radio-slash-visual broadcasts located between the largest architecture of Chicago's west side, the Cook County Department of Corrections, and the working-class residential area of the Lawndale communities. Joining us in studio this morning are Maria Gaspar, lead artist of Radioactive and assistant professor at the School of the Art Institute of Chicago. With her, Michael de Anda Munoz, who is co-instructor at Radioactive, PhD candidate in sociology at UIC. Also in studio, Ali, Radioactive Ensemble member, and Alexander Soto, Radioactive Ensemble member and artist. They are all here to talk about the upcoming project and what is taking place this weekend. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. Maria, before we dive into this project, can you tell us a little bit about the 96 Acres Initiative and the work y'all are doing? So 96 Acres Project is a community-based arts project that has been around since 2012. And initially the project got started um, by really looking at the impact of mass incarceration and particularly community of color, communities of color. And we started to investigate and, and think and examine these issues through a series of artistic actions and what we like to call as interventions. Um, and so over the years that's included things like theater projects, uh, sound works, installations, all around the Cook County Jail. What's different about this last year is that the project has primarily focused on working with those um, that were currently detained so that we can think about, you know, what, what does it mean to um, really focus on and center the voices of those who have been directly impacted by mass incarceration. And not only that, but how do we use art to amplify those voices in a really public way? And that's what we're here to talk about today. I imagine you often run into the obstacle of having to explain to people why it's important that these voices have amplification, considering they are, in fact, detained. And some might think negatively about the individuals on the inside to that what do you say? Well, I, I, we've got some folks here that can probably talk about that maybe more directly. So maybe I can pass it off to Alex. Spoken like a true pro. Alex, the floor is yours. Uh, <clears throat> well, what 96 Acres has done for uh, myself, you know, being convicted and doing uh, minor jail time. But uh, it, it gives you an out. It gives you an escape from inside those walls because, you know, when you're inside, the system's meant to have people forget about you basically you're cut off from the world you're cut off from loved ones uh you know with the only source of communication is you know via letter or telephone and that's only if your loved ones put money on the phone if they do not put money on the phone you're basically cut off so to have this opportunity to be part of this program and just let people know that that people that are incarcerated if you have loved ones they're you're not alone um you know they have feelings too and that, uh, you know, we're here to basically speak for them. You know, even though they don't have a voice, we're hoping to give them a voice through what we're trying to do uh, with the art show that's coming up on the 15th and 16th. Um, you should definitely check it out. And I'm definitely glad to be a part of the, the whole project as a whole. Very nice. We love that. Now, uh, we were talking about uh, just how the scope of this project, how large it is, and how you couldn't just do this guerrilla style. I imagine that you have to work with the the system. How did you convince the Cook County Jail authorities to participate in this project with you? Well, um, the relationship has been, you know, uh, a long one. When the project got started in 2012, um, we had a, a, a lot of really great uh, initial support that really connected us with a lot of local leaders. You know, um, 
when originally when we thought about this project, it was um, sort of unclear. It was grand. Um, there were many ideas about what it could be. Um, and we had to really think about, you know, who to have at the table um, to really imagine the possibilities. And, um, you know, a couple people were really in integral to that process, including folks like Jesus Garcia um, and in Lhasa, Chicago. Um, that's a community organization in Little Village and many other kind of um, folks from the area that really helped kind of get that started. Um, you know, it's 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 a it's a challenging process to be able to think about how to create artistic projects that are examining a place like a place of incarceration um, at the same time, you know, developing projects that take place at such a charged site. And so there's a real tension there. But that's also something that we've tried to welcome as part of the project is how do we talk about that institution itself and, and really the, the larger scope of that issue across the country since we know that the United States incarcerates um, two and a half million people per year, the most in any other country. So we know that it's a larger systemic problem that is not only specific to Cook County Jail, but rather the entire country. And now how does it look on the inside of the walls? Take us through one of these workshops and the participants who do participate in it and the relationship between tutor and student. Yeah, so it takes about 15 minutes to get through security, up to 45 minutes depending on how busy it is. Um, and really it's about going through different checkpoints. And then you arrive in the classroom and then the, the students are escorted in by the guards. And really, it was about us going in and pitching the program to tiers and saying, this is what we're about. If you're interested, we welcome you to come on come on by. Um, we don't know what it's going to look like in the end, but it's up to you. And really, it was completely volunteer-based. And um, so why they chose to participate was really case-by-case. Case. And I think Ali can really speak to that about what why he chose to participate in this volunteer program. Ali? Um Yes, um, you know, it was, the program was um, it was real interesting. It was it was a real um, it was real like, you know, it was um, kind of a like an eye opener. Yeah, it was an eye opener. It was real interesting, and um, you know, we felt it was really something for the inmates. It was really something extraordinary because um, because of the systematic um, the way the the way the um, sis, the way the structure of the jail is, and um. You know, you don't you don't really have a voice as inmates. You know, you go through the court system or a PD speaking for you, and you know every the process of going along. So, you know, being in you know off in that dark wall and not really having an outlet to speak your point of view or speak up for yourself the way the you know the way the the court system is structured. So. We felt it was, you know, it, it 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 just it fell right in the place for us to be able to um, speak out for the inmates, and um, you know, and give them, you know, and let them um, like whoa, like you know, let them know where they was coming from, and and speak out for themselves. So that's why, you know, we 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 joined in, and it was it was a, it was a place where we can um speak up for the, you know, speak up for them, and you know, cause being, you know, it, it it's just man, it's something else sitting on. Um, back there, you know, behind them walls and uh, being repressed and, and can't nobody really hear you. Yeah. So that's why the mm -hmm. program fell right into place for us. I saw some videos of one of the classes and it looks like you're doing some 
some barrier breaking mm. exercises, almost like theater, where you do like yeah. zip, zap, zap, touching hands, holding. Is it tough to get the individuals, the participants, to trust you to, to let down their guard and participate wholeheartedly, Maria? Yeah, you know, I think, um, you know, Michael and I, who co-facilitated the workshops, we both are, um, I think, people that are really dedicated to pedagogy and, and we're both educators. And, um, you know, I've, I've worked with different communities over the last 20 years, uh, teaching and, and doing community arts projects. And so I feel like uh, one of the things that we had to talk about as co-facilitators was, you know, what does it mean to be doing these projects that, you know, I think we consider as as being sort of liberatory acts um, within a place of incarceration, you know, within the confines of a beige uh, kind of uh, not a very nice classroom, right, to, to host classes and to have such incredible, intelligent, creative people enter and that we have this space together. And so how do we make the most out of it? How do we make it generative? How do we make it feel um, that that it, it is really a sort of an act of, of freedom, right? But but it, it conflicts with the space that we're in. And so theater and doing audio recordings and doing drawings and even looking at contemporary art, um, you know, those things were a big part of our curriculum because we really wanted to offer this opportunity to think about how do we expand ideas around art and art that is acts as like an intervention in a place like this. And it and it really required a lot of courage on the on the part of the participants because a lot of them came in thinking, oh, this is going to be a typical art class where you learn how to paint, draw, you're going to teach us how to draw still life, things like that. And when they came in, we're like, no, we're going to do performances. We're going to, I want you guys to hold hands and close your eyes. Um, we're going to dance, right? We're going to have a dance party. Um, these kind of really out of the box thinking that they're like whoa whoa this wasn't what I thought art was but they still participated which was the great part they didn't check out they didn't say no this isn't for me they were really courageous and being vulnerable with not only us but with each other which is really difficult in in those kind of structures I imagine so I imagine yes, so so talk about it. what's taking place this weekend and what you have in mind for the projection well uh it's gonna be an event uh as far as I know to my best knowing it, it's gonna be a basically a projection with sound uh, we're gonna do a little skit and project uh, images that the classroom along with myself Ali and other participants drew up and uh, basically it's gonna be an animation a collage of all the drawings we did with uh, micro and macro pieces interwoven with the whole project so I mean it's definitely a spectacle I would say that you'd want to show up at you know it's it's uh, we're basically doing it for the public uh, hopefully the public will get a message out of it is what we're really hoping and be uh, a little per perceptive to what we're trying to show and uh, the message we're trying to bring out but it's it's basically all creativity all imagination it's uh, inmates escaping the walls that they were locked up and confined in through imagery through sound uh, imagination along with uh, we dealt with a lot of traces like uh, maybe a cracked tile on the floor uh, what would that say to you if that cracked tile had a voice so it's going to be a lot of cool things I would say man. you <laughs> definitely sure. want to check it out For sure. man. and before we wrap up Maria what is the message you hope somebody who goes and views this takes from it 
Well, I think there's probably multiple messages, and because there, you're going to see basically the work of 15 plus people um, being projected and animated on the jail wall, and I think each person has something really unique uh, that they want to share from um, trying to express that you know um, systemic. Uh, violence and, and systemic uh, oppression has affected, you know, um, their family members and, you know, um, other people are going to talk about their experience with, um, you know, having a lack of resources. Um, some people are going to talk about the racist structures that exist that kind of perpetrate um, the, the issues of mass incarceration. So that I think there's a lot of different perspectives. Um, and, you know, one of the things I wanted to add is that we're, we've partnered with Lumpen radio that is going to do a live broadcast of the event as well as free write um, sound and vision who's going to be providing listening stations at the event and you know they do work with uh, juvenile detention um, youth and and so there's a lot of really great people that will be participating in this so it's a really joint effort and, and we hope you can make it this Saturday and Sunday September 15 16 from 7 to 10 p.m.